0: Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. Omni Boy Tactics.
1: Yo, it's just Darcy here. This is Big Geek Umar. How y'all doing today? Doing all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's rushed like, wait, Rush Dan, not bad. Not bad. We are, yeah. almost I just want to get it. it right again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what's on the agenda for today, Umar?
2: Oh, well, we got a big set of geeky news that came out recently. So first things first, some debatably good news or like questionable news. Nonetheless, Michael Keaton, uh, our most beloved, our classic, our well, in some cases, our original Batman, uh, he is rumored, as I said last uh, podcast, there are a lot of rumors out in the geeky world. So he is rumored that he's going to be getting another batman solo film after the flash point uh movie that's uh, coming out with him in it there're no uh i guess say no details as of yet but what people are wondering like if it's a batman only or if this is a batman the batman beyond so at present i'm kind of oh look at that i'm kind of me personally, I wanted to be a Batman Beyond. I don't wanna be a Batman solo film. We, we have enough of that, let's set up the Batman Beyond. But like, I wanna know what you guys think. So Darcy, let's start with you. What do you think, man?
1: Uh, I'm with you 110%. Ooh, look at that photo right there. Ooh, look at that. Um, I'm all all about it being a Batman Beyond. See, the thing is, is like, I'm trying to think of like comic stuff that I know because I don't know a lot but uh, stuff that you could pull from like in the old man Batman and I'm sure there's plenty old man Batman stuff I'm not familiar with but the two most popular things I would think of the other one has already been kind of done with Ben Affleck all of the stuff from the Dark Knight was it Returns Um, where that animated movie um, like there's a lot of symmetry and visuals that Zack Snyder already took and so you would kind of correlate that character already and that'd be odd so I think that you know you got to go with like a a Batman B beyond if it is a solo film of him first i actually like that from the perspective of setting up for batman beyond and kind of showing this batman and why he needs to be you know take the back seat and put um batman beyond uh uh like you know a younger person to take over the reins and you i don't know how much you'd want to like adjust the storyline um in terms of like How much you would want to in that movie seed in the Batman Beyond character, whether it's a whole, you don't introduce him to another film or you introduce him at the end of the film. But um, I I like it. I like the idea of of prepping for that. If it's just a movie about him by himself, you have to come up with a good story because it's like, all right, all this time has passed and we're just going to show an old version of him. And where is that lead? Right. Because I don't think you can just. take that old Batman. He's like, we're just going to run it until he's done, you know? And then, then he's out, right? Like you have to be setting it up for something because he's, he's, he's a little bit older. I mean, you can maybe do one or two films. We got to get the Batman beyond. You got to get there. So uh, I'm all about Batman
0: beyond. That's really the only way I want to see this go. T yo, I'm right there with you, Dars. Honestly, I am. If this is actually true, if this actually comes to fruition, this is going to be an emotional moment for me because I never thought, you know, like I I never would have thought I'd see the day where this was this would even be on the table in the conversation of Michael Keaton returning. I mean, just the fact that he's returning back, period, in the Flash movie is bananas on its own. But then to hear there being talks of a Batman Beyond film, like we've gotten to that point, and I. I don't even know who to thank. Do we thank, do we thank Endgame? Do we thank, you know, the whole Marvel series for like letting this happen and like putting superhero movies on the map the way that they have to the point where like now you have like high level directors talking shit about the superhero genre saying that it ain't shit. And, you know, there, I, 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 there was a article that I was reading where I forget who the director was, but he was he was basically saying that there, all these superhero films are just cookie cutters it's just like a copy and paste type of thing um with no real substance to it or whatever and i think he oh, attributed it to something similar of like a like we're all zombies basically or whatever and I, I i thoroughly disagree with that i think yes superhero movies are their own genre but it's no different than like the horror genre or the rom-com genre—they all have a—they're all formulaic in their own way, but this is why we go and we see multiple films within those genres. But anyway, not to get too off-topic there, but I love this—I love this idea. I love the fact that they're—they're they're talking about a Batman Beyond movie, and I agree with Darcy. I—I—I I, I would like for Michael Keaton to pass on the reins to to someone else and introduce Terry McGinnis into this into the storyline. Um, maybe if they want to do like half the movie where, you know, Michael Keaton starts off as Batman, similar to how they did it in the TV series where, you know, he gets into that scenario where he point like he's, he resorts to almost using a gun. And then he's so ashamed by that fact that he hangs up the mantle. And then it's not till years later that he ends up meeting Terry McGinnis and then Terry McGinnis steals a suit. If you want to take it down that road, I, I'm all for that. And I think this would be a great introduction. I mean, it's a perfect time. Like Michael Keaton is the perfect age for this. Maybe if they, like they could probably age him up a little bit more just because he still looks relatively young. Um, Let's give him a cane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there were that like, cause he's not like he's old, but he doesn't look, he doesn't look like Bruce Wayne from Batman beyond old yet. He doesn't look, yeah, he's he not frail.
1: He doesn't look frail. He,
0: yeah. Know? Like he still, he he still looks like he's got some years on him. You know what I mean? Like, Bruce Wayne from like you know the Batman Beyond series like that dude looked like you know any day now he's going to turn to dust like you know what i mean so <laughs> so yeah so that, but i mean that that's not going to be hard i mean look what they did with penguin in this new batman series like he's almost unrecognizable like we we, we don't even, i didn't even know that was Colin Farrell until i saw the credits so <clears throat> yeah i'm excited for this i i would i hope that this is not just rumor and they're actually going through with this and it ends up Being a thing, because, man, like, you know me. I wasn't a big fan of Batman Beyond in the beginning, and I gave – someone convinced me to give it a chance, and I was like, all right, fine. I'll check it out. And it's – man, it's up there as one of my top favorite animated cartoons. So, yeah, man, I'm hyped for – I am hyped for this, yo. I'm so hyped. I'm so all right, so going back to like more
2: what I am thinking. So first of all, I want to go back to what you said, tactics about like uh, people trashing on Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. Originally, I think that was Steven Soderbergh who was kind of saying what you were saying, but it's interesting that you should say that because this past week, um, Andy Serkis and Denise uh, Denise Villeneuve, who is doing the um, the Dune movie. They don't. They, they didn't disparage Marvel movies. they were more kind of saying that there's limitations. Like, uh, you know, uh, Denis Villeneuve was basically saying that, like, your like they have a few directors that sprinkle a little bit of their personalities in the movies, but mostly these are all by the numbers, and it's because Marvel doesn't want to stray too far away from their formula. But at the same time, he was praising some of the choices that were being made recently. Like for example, for the Eternals, he's all about the Eternals. He's like, "Yo, they got uh, the person who did Ryder and they're uh, like doing uh, a movie about all these like different like uh, ethnicities and, and like and stuff like that." So he's like, he's basically calling out the limitations of Marvel, which we all we all know Marvel has those limitations. We know they're formulaic. We know that they have issues with their like dynamic characters and we know that they force big budget endings when they don't need to be but so like that that's just going back to what you're saying finally about the michael keaton news for me if they're going to do a michael keaton solo film like you you can have a solo film where the uh well it's like focused on him like i want the beginning portion of batman beyond where he, like, like in the beginning, he actually decides to, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie, he decides that he picks up a gun and he's like, yo, I can't do this again and never again. And then, or, like, first 20 minutes of the movie, whatever, the first 15 minutes that way. And then for the rest of the movie, it kind of plays out the way, almost like in the animated movie of The Dark Knight Returns Part 1, where they show him as Bruce Wayne and him just numbing himself like drinking and like uh just being like a senior citizen not like a like a like a meaning to move into a retirement home citizen but like someone who just is like enjoying his billions and actually hating every second of it he's still in charge of Wayne Enterprises he's like dealing with like people trying to take over his company all that sort of stuff and then near the end like they also do like small tidbits of another character and then in the third act it's basically the second half of uh, of about me on the first episode, like Terry just shows up to his house with all these like jokers. He does what he can to protect them. And he realizes, okay, you know what? I don't like, I swore I would never go back out there. Why don't I let this kid do it? So like, that's how I could, which is just bad parenting.
0: That shit is just bad parenting guy. Like what the fuck's wrong with Bruce Wayne, yo, he's got some serious problems. I'm just saying, (laughs)
1: Batman Bruce Wayne is not known for parenting skills, okay? I'm just... <laughs> Clearly not, no. yo. How no. many
0: Robins yeah. did he get killed?
2: Bro. One. Technically yo. two. Technically two. Well, yo. she wasn't a really a Robin, and she didn't die. She ne- she got beaten close to death.
1: Yo. Still
0: counts, just... bro. Still counts. It was under Batman's watch, so it still counts. It still counts. <laughs> You know, the red, around.
1: the red tape around the Bruce Wayne orphanage is just something else. Oh, <laughs> 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 the best lawyers, billions can buy to make sure that these children are mine to put out on the street and fight <laughs> crime. Oh man! All right. No so, one's yeah, claiming anyway. them
0: anyway, so
2: apparently, well, technically, uh, Tim had his own family, but they all got killed off anyway so yeah <laughs> it's just not going <laughs> in there <laughs> anyway so nonetheless like I, I want this to be a solo film that leads into batman beyond at the end of the movie that's the only way i can accept it so, otherwise they're wasting precious
0: time and resources
1: yeah so you, yeah i kind of feel the same
0: oh so you want you want a solo batman film with michael keaton that leads up to batman beyond in the same movie, yes. oh, and the same okay, yes, oh yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: yeah. it's like this is an extended first episode of Batman um, beyond yeah not sure what exactly. we're saying right yeah.
2: with yeah. With, a, yeah. with like a middle part that like is filled
1: in with the Dark Knight returns also mm. yeah, okay yeah 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 I mean that, that makes a lot of sense. um, you know. I'd be interested, but not not a first desire for them to do like if they wanted to do a full Michael Keaton film that was a that only like put hints of that character, and the second film did that. But I think if I agree with you; it's mostly going to waste time. But you know, WB does stupid shit, so I'm just yes, they do. <laughs> I'm just anticipating it just being a straight Michael Keaton film that doesn't actually do anything for Batman Beyond, and we're out here like for real, for real. I mean, what well, you just well, you just go? You just gonna slide them into Titans when you're done? Like, oh, oh Lord, please help no.
2: me! If, 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 please Lord, no. help me if they do that. You,
1: you, you know, you know what though? Like, it, it, it would make the show a hell of a lot better. <laughs> will it though? I don't. I, it, I
0: don't. I don't think it could save that show, man. You, you, you,
1: so obviously, none of us have watched it since the first episode. The season, Umar probably since never. But um, the thing that I'm like. I had this thought in my head. I was trying, probably the first time we were talking about this, or like the last episode we talked about it, whatever. Uh, is like, you know, are they gonna try to do some else world whatever? This isn't real Bruce Wayne, and I'm like, there is absolutely, if like at the end of the the second season when they when we they they cast this guy, we'd seen him, and we're all like, nah, this guy's bullshit, it ain't gonna work. And I'm like, how would you replace that character? And I'm like, in my mind, I was like, I was running through these scenarios, like you know, this elsewhere stuff, and I'm like. The only way you could have actually fixed that scenario is just recast him and said nothing about it. <laughs> like, there is no way you could write him out, like that—that that Bruce Wayne—and write in a proper Bruce Wayne be- only because he would interacted with uh, um, Dick, and because he they interacted, he and he didn't be like, "You're not the real Bruce Wayne." It, that's the only like, if they had, if those two had never interacted, maybe you could have like um uh found a way to write him out like if they hadn't interacted in the show so when he actually came across and you're like wait this isn't this isn't the guy right um but yeah that show is stupid i'm still mad okay i'm just that's all it is i'm just mad i was thinking about it earlier today and i was pissed off (laughs) (laughs) all right so moving on then
2: (laughs) to our next topic is we have some controversy uh so everyone uh at least recently, is very aware of the Shang-Chi movie. Uh, We did a reaction video of that uh, on the weekend. And also, uh, people have definitely watched Kim's Convenience. So we are aware of the actor Simu Liu. And he has been very vocal uh, on social media lately. like And in a lot of very endearing, very funny ways. However, today has brought some controversy in the fact that it looks like the internet is uh attempting to cancel simu liu uh and uh apparently he had some old tweets that were well let's just say they didn't age well now i personally haven't read the tweets because like uh i just uh was getting ready for a few other things but i i've i'm aware that they didn't come across very well but uh darcy did you uh read them
1: yeah, so I've read through this piece. This here is a, a snippet from an old Reddit um, thing that he commented on. And to try to paraphrase it, basically, I don't know what the context of how the conversation started, right? But yeah. somehow people were talking about pedophilia. In some in some reddit thing and basically the way that this kind of goes is that he's saying that uh he, he starts off like I I'm a Canadian actor and I once played a role as a, a, as a pedophile so in doing that role I did a lot of he did, did a lot of research I'm saying I be careful here uh, he said he, <laughs> <laughs> I so someone go take this the wrong way. You know yeah. how the internet is, you know, cancel <laughs> motherfucker, nobody knows. Um, but um so he said he did a lot of research into this, and, and he was very explicit to say, like in the in the like academic way, not in the method acting kind of way. Right. Um he, we, you've gotta say these things. Um, and so uh that basically he is trying to make a point from a perspective in the way he's articulating of trying to be empathetic to the idea that in western society or pretty much the entire world other than i think he calls out germany that um that the way therapy and the way um people try to go about other than like obviously imprisonment for 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 acts that should never have happened um there's nothing it's appropriate for how these people get therapy and rehabilitation it's like he compares it to how historically we used to do this similar things to homosexuality there's like words in here i'm trying to find that he specifically said like that i can't remember i can't eh, sorry i can't remember what he said but Mm -hmm. basically like they're not they're not being treated properly from a uh, the therapeutic perspective. So, yeah, I'm trying to paraphrase all this stuff, and there's a lot here. Well, it's, so. a, it's a
2: very, like, inherently both homosexuality and pedophilia, they are both sensitive and complicated issues. Like, pedophilia can be seen as a psychological uh, issue, but people used to say that about homosexuality, people mm-hmm. used to say that about trans. And so what is considered a, a psychological perspective that needs correcting. Now, granted pedophilia is harmful versus like homosexuality is like to, between two two consenting adults. It's completely fine. Uh, and uh, same with trans. Like if it makes you feel better about yourself and makes you feel like you're actually actualizing who you are, that's also fine. But pedophilia, it's, it's it's a very sensitive topic so like um I think he's trying to say from what I could read from the, the post that uh the tactics posted up it's he was trying to say don't think about it black and white uh like it's not a black and white issue like yes uh we should protect children and yes we shouldn't like child pornography is he's basically just trying not to make make it a black or white statement is what I'm getting but then again like I'm just tertiary reading right now
1: mm-hmm. Yeah and there was another picture that I uh or another part to this that that, that I forgot to include to uh, pass over tactics but yeah that it, it it's it's a very uh sensitive topic and I could see how it can easily be wildly misconstrued in terms of like people assuming that that is, is a form of support on his behalf of of what that spectrum of a disorder is um but I think it's what he's the point he's trying to say is that like, given that this is a disorder and the way that there is no means, like, a, another part he had said, that, like, there's nowhere for these people to turn in terms of therapy. So mm. it's like, if you were somebody and you realized you're growing up and you you had an attraction to to uh, individuals you weren't supposed to have an attraction to, um, you know, society has deemed this as to be something that, that is wrong. Uh, and you're like, what do I do with this? he's basically stating like well there's nowhere for them to turn which means that like there's gonna people are gonna end up making um decisions um and not not know what how to you know how to correct that if they wanted to correct that um so it's 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 interesting but based on this conversation what he's having my question is do you feel that he should be canceled for something like this is this the only
2: thing like is this the only thing that people are finding because i thought it was a few tweets
1: yeah sorry there's actually sorry a couple other things but the other thing he had posted was an old tweet about um saying he's all for equality but when he plays on a volleyball team with a female that uh he finds it to be uh i'm trying to remember the wording here trying to pull up the old picture here but uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm all about uh, gender equality. However, girls are just not as good as boys at sports. And whenever I play volleyball with a girl on the team, I was always frustrated. Some sometimes I say things. Back me up, fellas. It's just different. That was the, that was a tweet, not me. Okay, no, I,
2: um, yeah, that's not great. But that's also like, how old is this tweet? I'm assuming a few years. Or please, God, seven, four. seven years.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what again, it shows in, so, the,
2: in the picture. Yeah, it's not great, but it's also not, like, it's not terrible. It's not even, it's, like, not entirely bad. But then again, we're,
1: we're a bunch of guys saying this. So, like, I don't know how uh, much it yeah. can see. Um, I honestly feel like it's, like, it's, it's. Rude, <laughs> it's
2: and, rude, yeah, 100%. It's and, rude, it, and it's it really downplays a lot of hard work from women in sports. But, like, I mean, maybe it's the fact that we're just used to hearing such horrible things that this is kind of like you want to cancel them over this,
1: <laughs> yeah, compared to our, our old stretchy dude back at uh WB.
2: Um, <laughs> like, how about you? T? Like, what... sorry, we, we, we've been talking, what, what are you
0: thinking about all of this? <clears throat> um. Well, first of all, I'm glad I can't, or I'm glad I deleted my Twitter account because, damn, they're getting you for everything nowadays. So, um, I want to tread carefully because I know eventually when we start to blow up, I don't want this to come back and bite me in the ass. And be like, yo, remember, what, remember September twenty whatever or seventeenth when you said this and this and you agreed with Simu? What, yo, what's that about, yo? We're canceling you, um but I I, I kind of understand what where he's coming from and you guys kind of uh, addressed it too like Umar you were saying that situations like pedophilia are they it's a very complicated issue right there's a lot of psychological um issues at play and um it's it it's not exactly black and white you know what I mean yes it's 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 wrong and we have to protect the children I'm all for that I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I'm not trying to sympathize with, again, try to tread carefully. I'm not trying to sympathize with, you know, the act of pedophilia or pedophiles in in that regard. And, you know, obviously I can't, I don't understand it from a parental perspective because I don't have kids of my own. So if I was on the other side, I'd probably feel a lot differently about it because of the fact that there's a lot of emotion involved. But when you think about it logically, yes, there is a lot of psychological issues at play here. And it, it, it is kind of similar to that of homosexuality in the, ta- in the fact that it's a preference, right? And, you know, I think we're at a place right now in society where we can say that obviously one being homo- ho- um, homosexuality is a, a little more accepting, vastly, accept- vastly more accepting um, than pedophilia is, right? Um, but Darcy, you said something um in regards to um society not deeming certain things as socially acceptable, right? And yeah, and,
1: and over time people have deemed things differently. People used to view homosexuality as horrible, they had horrible views on it. World has changed. And like to your point about about the preference, though so I think that one of the biggest differences here is like um, for instance, homosexuality is a preference where two people have decided that they love each other and um, that's no, causes no harm uh, other than normal relationship type things that people have between each other. Whereas, in the, something with the towards a child is harmful, right? And that's the part where no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I,
0: I I get that. I, I get that. I'm not. I, again, I'm not justifying. I'm not justifying that. But that was something that was <laughs> that was put in play by society because before that was even a rule. That like I'm sure pedophilia was just an everyday thing at some point in time and like no one really no one really batted an eye or whatever about again i'm not justifying it they're at some point they're like you know what and to your point darcy they're they're they're, they probably came to a point where it's like well this child can't consent to this kind of act and therefore there's something morally and ethically wrong with this with this situation so we need to put up rule in play to protect the children and that that i understand I, i i get that and i'm not I'm not justifying it or whatever. I think just what he's to trying to do. is... Sorry,
2: yeah. sorry, just to interject for one second. Like historically speaking, for both these topics, homosexuality. Mm-hmm. If you look at ancient Rome, no one gave a shit whatsoever
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: when it came to pedophilia. Like people, like they were marrying kids off. Hell, even now yeah. in this part of the world, you people are marrying mm-hmm. kids off. So like. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I'm get I, I'm I'm seeing what you're saying, and like you're right. Like historically speaking, there have been multiple changes on these specific topics. So I go right. back to your point.
0: Yeah, so I get what he's saying in terms of the 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 comparison, and um, I lost my train of thought. So my bad. With no, no, it's all good. Um, basically, what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that it, again, like one is one so one now with homosexuality is a little bit more accepting than obviously than than pedophilia but there's still i mean whether you want to chop it up to like a psychological issue or there's a, a chemical imbalance in the brain that causes them to have these kind of um feelings or e- emotions towards a a minor and it's like i like i haven't done the research extensively or at all really in comparison to him who's done the role who's portrayed a person who's a pedophilia so he'll know more than than anybody really right but in that regard it's like do we know if there's any kind of treatment do people like does society even give a fuck about correcting the issue or are you just automatically ostracized for this chemical supposedly chemical or psychological imbalance in the brain where you're like you're fucking disgusting for liking a uh, liking a minor so no help for you you're just going to get ostracized from society um just like that and it's kind of like we're not trying to sympathize with the person but at the same time we're trying to correct it, the issue so we can kind of alleviate the pr- like the problem or for lack of a better word um to actually help protect these the people who, uh, yeah I think and to protect can, I, the children it... yeah was that yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah I,
2: I sorry uh I think I was cutting in and out uh mm-hmm. I think for what it is is that right now there is very very limited resources for people who are attracted to young children Mm -hmm. uh and also since it is heavily vilified like i'm I'm fairly certain there are some people who are attracted to children that don't want to be Mm -hmm. and have no recourse and i think that may be the like what he is trying to allude to with this one with the with the uh the sports one that that i see is more as like a an instance of male speaking and like using his platform irresponsibly
0: mm-hmm. was that a re was that a recent tweet or did he was seven did years he write ago. that seven year- oh. yeah okay so this this is another thing that I, I i dislike about cancel culture it's like they dig up dirt on up on like on you from like seven years ago and then years ago. Yeah, yeah like it's like they go they go way back into your past like we've all said shit Either in private or in public, that wasn't the smartest thing to say at the time. But it was like, or even the most diary. thing to say. Yeah, and it's just like things are changing now. Like certain things are not as acceptable as they were back back then. Not to say that it was acceptable back then, but there's a there's a level of sensitivity that has kind of been looming over society for for, a, for quite a few years now, and now it's coming out into the open. And now it's just like. There's, like, everybody has their their finger on the trigger, like, waiting to cancel the next, like, popular person or the next it person or just trying to, like, tear a person down. And this is what I don't like about cancel culture because it's, like, why do we have to cancel someone when we can offer them a chance of redemption? It's, like, an apology isn't enough or, like, understanding that, you know, we are all human, we're all flawed, we all make mistakes, and we all say stupid shit from time to time. You know, whether and whether we wholeheartedly believe what we say or not, like you know, you can't condemn a person and not give them the opportunity to prove that they're they're different than who they were 10, 15 years ago. I'm I'm way different. I, I go back and watch some of my old YouTube videos and I'm like now because of this cancel culture shit, I, I'm like, yo, I should probably private a lot of this stuff. Cause like i said some dumbass stuff that I don't resonate with or believe in now today, but it like if you don't even give me an opportunity or a chance to you don't even give the opportunity to get to know me and realize that I'm not the same person. And I've evolved my, my way of thinking has changed my perspective on things. Things have changed. Then it's like the cancel culture is actually doing a disservice and it's hurting society, not making it better. I do find it rather
2: interesting that with the massive, I mean, massive success of Shang-Chi and Mm -hmm. it's title title character, Cancel culture can come across from it's not like uh, there's a woke perspective uh, on the internet that like just finds someone who's guilty. Cancel culture comes from people, and I do mm-hmm. find it rather interesting that right when uh, the, one of the only Asian-led films is doing really well, and their title character is actually very heavily like promoting and merchandise and like trying to like get this movie out and also talk about how big it is. That's when this cancel culture uh, attempt from very likely some very racist people. And again, if this tweet and this uh, Reddit post is like the worst that he said, this is desperately trying to like besmirch someone or cancel them over
1: significantly milder things compared to what other people have done. Yeah. Like I gotta say like, like the the Reddit piece here, it's, him making a statement on the lack of mental health uh, initiatives and support around the, this this issue, and how to better protect the children in society and help individuals uh, on their on their path in life uh, who have these these preferences, and then you have the, the that light sexist tweet um, that is uh, inappropriate, but doesn't really show somebody who has a hate for women, just has a stupid opinion from six years ago when I was just doing the math, he would have been 25, which by the way, he's younger than all of us. Right? But like 25, I definitely said some stupid stuff too.
2: Oh or, or ignorant things.
1: 100 yeah. percent man. Especially, especially considering a different time, right? You know, like yeah. if, if you're going to go back far enough on people and find them at, when they're 15 years old saying stupid things, trying to impress their friends because they think it's going to make them cool and not something they, they <laughs> believe in. Maybe not even words they fully actually understand the definition of and the concept. Text and the concepts of things, they're just saying them because they heard them, and oh, that makes me sound cool. Um, and then that stuff gets pulled out 15 years later, and well, you're a horrible person. It's like, I don't even know, I said that because I was a kid and I was just, tr- I guess, trying to be cool. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, again, not a fan of cancel culture. Don't think this man needs to be canceled o- o- over these things. I think that the man has would have grown from all of these things and his response to all of this was something to the fact that like he he uh-huh. believes that we should live our lives positively and if you look back far enough in his past you're sure you'll find a point in time where he was um given falling to the side of anger and things that are lesser than being positive so it sounds like he's accepting the fact that yeah. like yeah i wasn't perfect when i was younger yeah uh, what what are you expecting so
0: man yeah. to all the celebrities out there a word of advice. Delete your fucking Twitter. Just just delete it. <laughs> Stop using that shit, man. Have, have you guys not learned anything? Like, Twitter is going to get you in trouble.
2: Or just have someone, like, literally hire someone to go through your social media and delete, nah, just yeah. delete
0: it. Just delete it. Yo, Twitter is poison, bro. Just delete it. It does no one any good. Didn't do Trump any good. I mean, not that twitter was anything like that destroyed him or he was going to do that all on his own but he, twitter, let's say this, twitter
2: was not helping him uh go, yeah. like, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: no no twitter
1: ironically helped him a lot with his base okay yeah. i mean still to this day i cannot believe the very first time he comes down that escalator he gets on that party and i'm like this is going to be interesting. I had no understanding of what was going to happen. And then he calls Mexicans horrible things. I'm like, I literally said out loud, this, thing is, this is going to go nowhere. I've never thought I'd be so freaking wrong in my life about something so obviously wrong. <laughs> Anyways, I think we that's were not all, fair. all wrong about that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right,
2: moving on. Uh, next topic is a. Uh, so we. Some more Batman-related uh, news, or I should say, the Batman. It seems like, uh, in tactics, you were talking about this earlier. How Colin Farrell like is uh, unrecognizable as the Penguin. Well, apparently, he did such a good job on set that uh, they now are going to give him a spin-off series on HBO Max. I'm not a huge fan of this. More,
1: well, <sighs> whoa, whoa, that's a Heavy photo. Whoa, he looks a little more like Colin Farrell in that photo, though. But I can't see him in that one. I can see a little bit in the eyes, but nothing. It's not like significantly better. So, like, uh, I mean, as in seeing him, who he really is. Yeah,
2: T, let's start with you. What do you think about uh, this potential spinoff?
0: Yeah, Yo, you already know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. You don't I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. No one asked for this. Nobody asked <laughs> for this. Why are we getting this? I don't give a shit about Penguin. This is my problem with the, the movie industry and giving us bullshit like that. I, like, I'm like. i sorry, but I wasn't a big fan of the Joker. Uh, I, I didn't think that we needed a standalone Joker movie. And much like that, I don't think we need a standalone Penguin. Like, why? Why? I'm, it's, a show. it's basically... It's basically Gotham, the TV series in movie form. Like, why are we, why do I, like, I don't care about the villains unless there's the hero involved in it. I don't want to see an origin story, just an origin story of these villains. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to see this shit. I don't care who's, Matt Reeves could be directing this shit. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's like when somebody shows up at your house. And delivers free pizza and you're like sick yo free pizza what up with it you open the box and there's fucking anchovies on it i don't want it i don't care if there's if it's a free pizza i don't want it
1: bro i'm already it. afraid if someone's delivering free pizzas to my house because i'm like yo who's <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's where you're yeah. gonna go with this and you're like anchovies yeah. i'm like i'm like i get the team and t reference here but bro that's not what i'm worried about <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah I, I don't. oh care. sorry
2: sorry sorry my bad my bad my bad no
0: i'm done bro i don't care I'm done. So
1: I have I have two comments right out the gate. One for someone who doesn't care, you are very passionate about not
0: caring.
1: <laughs> 100%. There was so much caring In the not caring. It was like, are you for real? Like, you know, it's it, you. You felt like when a girl's like, no, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <"Are> you? <laughs> <not?"> <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the like in general, I don't care and. But my problem with not caring is also I don't know what it's based off of. And I, I don't mean, like, I don't know what his origin is. Or that, that's not what I'm referring to. I mean, we haven't seen the Batman. So I don't know if there's something in here that's going to make us go, whoa, I can't wait for that series, right? But it's Got not it. likely. But I don't know. And I've been so up and down about this whole, the, the world making me feel like, patty pattinson's gonna screw everything up but at the same time now i'm hearing stuff like oh robert pattinson might be um producing the next film and he's signing on for this and i'm like have i just been you know letting the rumor mill lead me astray and letting me feel some kind of way is this like high school all over again Where i heard this person said this thing and that thing but the other thing but then when i actually talked to them like no I, I was visiting my aunt I don't know what you're talking about that Never <laughs> happened, right like you know like I don't know how, how like what the base is off of I will say though DC has not had a good run with TV shows in general like the best we got is early seasons of the Flash and Arrow so and everything Superman. else has been kind of what Superman Lois
2: Oh, yeah, true, true, true. But, like, okay, like, it's how do you measure success? Because, technically speaking, the fact that they have so many TV series compared to Marvel, they're doing
1: something right. How I measure success is you don't fuck up a good story and character. That's how I measure the goddamn success, okay? I don't give a crap about you making tons of money if I'm not even watching it, okay? Like, no. (laughs) Like, I want to actually be on the edge of my seat. If this is gonna be an HBO show, this shit better be good, okay? This shit better be good, and it better not be just like, you know, eight slogging episodes of The Penguin just by himself living... Stupid, disgusting lifestyle because that's what he is. I don't know. All
2: right. So we got some comments. Um, so Macrame is saying, okay, but what if it was Danny DeVito ooh, as Penguin again for a spinoff? That would actually make me intrigued enough to watch LOL. And then Ron R is saying DC is not really having a good time lately in
1: general. <laughs> She's not yeah. Um yeah. Danny DeVito Ron, Ron, Ron's, Ron's on it there, okay. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Danny that's what I'm DeVito. saying
0: that would be I, I still wouldn't care I mean didn't they try yeah. to do a like an uh pennyworth spin like um a TV show of alfred
2: they they did do it I think it's like two seasons out I, yeah, I always like, saw the first why,
0: like why are they giving us everything else but what we actually want because when they, care they about do Batman.
1: we but when we they do give us Batman look what they give us
0: Titans <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. no that's not batman i'm not i'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I am not willing to accept that that motherfucker is batman that to me he's alfred he, you, you know he, it's he got he got amnesia and then he woke up and he was like do i live here like legitimately like, <laughs> oh, okay i guess i'm batman now that's what happened do you
2: remember that episode in the animated series with like uh like bruce takes barbara into the bat cave when he reveals to her he's, he's batman and then alfred shows up and he's like oh hello sir it's like oh miss gordon yes i am batman which is like yo yo alfred it's, it's okay man it's okay i'm like that's what kind of what you're describing right now man
1: <laughs> he committed yeah, to they, it
0: you know, if they do <laughs> that i might i might circle back to the tv series but other than that mm, that's not Batman to me i'm sorry
1: yeah yeah oh my god oh, Just, yeah uh, they're they're gonna they're in a, they're gonna like end up trying to like Kill off all season three and 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 everything Batman. They're just gonna be like, yeah, so you know that star chick, yeah. So she had a radiation that was coming off her, polluted everyone's mind. Dick forgot who Batman actually was, and (laughs) and 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 Alfred over here just like committed, you know, like he just he's not he's not right, you know. And then Danny DeVito comes in, and everyone's like, the Penguin's back, and everyone's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, no, I would not be interested to see Danny DeVito penguin at this point. Years ago, I would have been interested. But I honestly not like, at this point.
2: if they did like if a, were like hold on, hold on. If they did like Colin Farrell and then like he like he goes to like the future and is Danny DeVito as the penguin, that would be interesting. Like I would be like an old no. version. <laughs> if if they
0: if 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 they do the Batman Beyond series and they bring back Danny DeVito as Penguin in that, yo. I'm all for that. I am all for that. Actually, wait, they can't because he he got he he's dead. He died. No, no he got but killed. Yeah, but like,
2: the, I'm assuming, yeah, he got killed. Yeah, but
0: that would be awesome. I would. I mean, weirdest shit out. has happened. I mean, I mean, yeah, he was barfing up a lot of blood, but I mean, could he, nah, maybe he I just know passed out. Was <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah.
2: Well, wait. No. They put they put
0: him underwater at the end. Yeah, but he's a penguin. I mean, I, well, I don't know. I mean, he's got penguin blood. He's cold blooded.
1: He's got penguin powers. Yeah, man. <laughs> go go there, penguin powers. There's, there's, there's the some penguin DNA in him yeah. somewhere. <laughs> The one bird that can't fly. But he doesn't drown, okay? If he can't fly, don't drown. (laughs) Oh, man. All
2: right, so moving on. Uh, Our next topic is we're going to be um, talking about the Hawkeye. MCU New Disney Plus uh, TV series Hawkeye dropped its first trailer this past week. Uh, And... I won't jump ahead and just say I was actually surprised because like when I heard about this stop this uh series, I was like, nah, this looks stupid. Seeing the trailer, I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. That looks uh that actually looks like fun. Well well played. So I won't see what you guys think. So uh T, let's start with you. What did you think of the Hawkeye trailer?
0: Uh I'm not feeling it, man. I, I okay, really? so I say that with a I say that with a small caveat. I'm sure this this show is going to be good. Uh for the most part I've I've enjoyed I've enjoyed some of the Marvel TV series, but um the uh, the trailer kind of just it made Arrow look like a rated R TV series, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like and you know I was expecting rare. more. I was That's just more like and after what we got with Ronin in the in was it end game yeah where we see Ronin for the first time like that whole <laughs> scene where he's in he's taken down the 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 Japanese mafia and yeah, just the badassery in that I was hoping that we would get a little bit more of ba- that like obviously you know he's got his he's got his family back, you know what I mean so he's 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 a little bit lighter you know, so he's not as, he's not as angry. He's got nothing to really fight about it and stuff. But I wanted, I wanted to at least see some like more action from this guy because this guy is like, he's like the low level tier of the Avengers. Like, you know, Black Widow just came out with her movie. She killed it. You know what I mean? Like she definitely needed a win and she got it. I feel not, not in real life. Cause you know, the whole ScarJo situation, but um, you know, at least with Black Widow that did well. Hawkeye is the next one that is like no superpowers, you know, just a motherfucker who shoots arrows after his arrows are gone. It's like, okay, well, what you got next, bro? And so I was hoping that there would be a little bit more fighting involved or like some more like heavy duty action scenes. And I just didn't get that. And this trailer kind of reminded I know they're going with the whole Christmas angle and shit like that, but it reminded me of like Jingle All The Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Like for some reason, I kept getting that vibe, and I'm like, I feel like, I feel like this is like a jingles all the way part two pitch that failed, and they're just like, how can we like spin this into like the Marvel series somehow? Oh, we'll just do the Hawkeye. No one gives a fuck about him, and that's what happened. And I got the jingle all the way, uh, like jingle all the way vibes. I'm like, this is off to me. So. Yeah man, I don't know. I wasn't okay. I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> okay, before we go to Darcy, <laughs> I got to
2: ask how you felt about uh Loki and WandaVision when you saw the trailers for it? Is this on the same on par with
0: that or less? That's a good question. So, with WandaVision, it looked really it looked really bizarre. I didn't know what to think of it and I because they didn't give us any action, they just kind of went with the element of, you know, old school sitcom type of vibes. It had me intrigued because I was like, okay, uh, like, where are they going with this? This is different. I'm not used to this. So it had my interest. And then it shit the bed at the end. Um, the Loki didn't really grip me in regards to the trailer. And I was with it for for some of the episodes, but overall, like Loki was kind of like, eh, it was all right. This, I was just kind of like, ah, man, I don't know, man. I just, I wasn't. It di- it didn't excite me. I'm like, so this is the worst I'll trailer for you. <sighs> yeah, I, I guess so, man. I guess so. I, but okay, but again, I say that with a small caveat. I'm sure it's going to be great because I, I I see the potential there, and I just hope that. I mean they should have they should have gave us a better trailer 100%. Uh I think they relied too heavily on the Christmas angle. Um I get it it's going to take place it's going to be released around Christmas time. They want to highlight that fact as much as possible. I feel like that was not the best way to go with it. Um give us more action, give us what we're anticipating and expecting from a Marvel property like this, but especially from with Hawkeye. Like you know, Hawkeye got like no play really until like end game. And then you go he from endgame. What do you what are you gonna say, Umar? What was he in? What was he, he was in? Even, what did he do? He, no, I was what I was gonna say, he, oh, he okay. wasn't even in, in infinity war, like they, exactly they exactly. This poor dude has not gotten a break. The first Avengers they turned him into a villain for majority of the movie, and then he fucking ran out of arrows at some point and then was useless, and then he got <laughs> styled on. In the second Avengers movie by quick, I was gonna say quick time, Quicksilver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> quick, quick, quick time, the movie player in Apple. <laughs>
0: but yeah, he got styled on by Quicksilver. So, like where, where where else within the copious amount of Marvel movies that we've gotten has he had a highlighted moment other than in endgame? Go ahead, I'll wait. Still so, waiting. So, Still waiting.
1: I'm going to we'll throw somebody, over to Darcy. I'm I to we'll throw over to Darcy. Because <laughs> you, you led a nice little uh, transition into what I was going to say. So I feel like this trailer gave us his most iconic moment um, that we've really? seen in, in, in stuff. And that's his joke in Age of Ultron when he's like, it, like I'm out here with arrows, it doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the tone that I felt like we got, and I wanted the Ronin tone, but I, I I was like there was a Ronin moment in this, and I was like, and then it just it just went really like soft, and I was like, yo, like it feels too much like the joke version of that moment with that the, the this character. Yeah, I don't know, like I feel like this 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 show is going to be oh man, that, that scene was sick. That scene was sick, and then yeah, that that episode's a little bit light. But, uh wait. Oh, that episode was sick. <laughs> that one part of that episode was sick. Like I feel like it's gonna be the latter couple episodes of um uh what's it? Um Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where we're like like it got drawn out a little bit and some yeah. of the fights were that good, but then some of the stuff was cool. Whereas it was way better in the beginning of the show, right? I feel like we're going to get the latter half. And, like, that's the trailer they promoted to me. It was like, yeah, you know the part of of Uncle Winter Soldier that was like, all right? Yeah, that's this show right here. (laughs) Get ready for eight episodes. Uh,
2: Yeah, to be honest, I'm not thinking, I'm not expecting it to be, like, I expect, I guess you could say my expectations were different. I expected this to be bullshit. And then I saw the trailer, I'm like, let's come up. (laughs) Sorry?
1: I said, so it's come up for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it, it has. It, it did a bounce up. So I'm like, I guess I can't hate it too much. Like, there's potential, but again, it's like I'm not saying it's it looks good. Like, it's definitely if this was released at the same time as Loki, uh, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I I would have for sure still kept this at the bottom. Uh, but but yeah, it, it still it looks better than what I thought it was going to be. So like. I can't hate on it, but I do enjoy seeing Tactics' (laughs) response because you're still waiting and I don't have an answer for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Will he get redemption? We don't know. But the trailer clearly didn't reveal any of that, so I'm
2: disappointed. Oh, wait. Hold on. We got to come. So Ron R. says, I kind of get a a lighthearted feel for it Am kind of excited that they are expanding his character more.
0: Yes, I will agree with that. Like, he deserves to have his... Because he had... Like, the character has such potential to be a badass. He doesn't necessarily need superpowers, nor does he even need his arrows. I Like, I want to see him, like, like, display accuracy with, like, not just arrows, but, like, other weapons, too. Like, that would be cool to see. And he has so much potential to... For for the like for us to like see the highlighted my like, more highlighted moments from him in terms of his fighting ability, like you know he goes on par with Black Widow, so we should see some like top level shit like that, like what we saw in the Black Widow movie. But again, they didn't show us any of that in the trailer. It's just I feel like it's it's legit just a Christmas movie or a Christmas TV series, and I'm like I'm I have it's enough Christmas uh, shows to watch on my own. Like I don't need to watch another one from a Marvel property
2: well we haven't had a Christmas yeah the only Christmas movie we I don't have need is a Christmas three
0: one. I don't need I don't need that okay I don't need it I'm sorry
2: all right moving on so our next topic is going to be uh well this is several weeks out because we just had so many things to talk about that like it's only taken us until about now to talk about it but the geeky bros uh for our first post well not that the pandemic is over but our first movie going theater experience to watch film together since covid started was to watch the movie free guy with ryan reynolds and i gotta say it's been a long time since i've cried laughing (laughs) uh in the movie theater uh and this movie definitely like this movie was i won't give it a straight eight out of ten for me like i did not anticipate liking it as much as I did. I did not anticipate, like, literally, like, like some of the shit that was happening. I was like, <laughs> "There's just some spoiler warnings. We're gonna say some shit." So, like, you've had enough time to watch this movie. So, if you're not gonna watch it now, you, you know it's not our fault. But uh, I, I say, Channing Tatum, <laughs> Channing Tatum just made me cry from laughter
1: but he, uh, yeah. the shit. he like whenever he shows up unexpectedly it's always amazing yeah so i it was a
2: surprisingly well-told story uh remarkably more poignant than i thought it would be uh <laughs> and uh it was non and the action was great the humor was on point and the actors all like they looked like they're having fun and also just like it was well-written. So, yeah, I actually really enjoyed the movie. Um, Darcy, how about you? What did you think?
1: Uh, I loved it. Nice edit 10. As somebody who, like, I'm not a hardcore gamer, but I do game. Like, I got a nice gaming rig over here beside me. And there was a lot of really good references that, like, it. unlike, though I never watched the film Pixel, the, the Adam Sandler <laughs> video game movie, It's like, just from the trailer alone, I'm like, you have no idea about video games it's like you literally looked over your your kid's shoulder and was like what stuff is cool and then just try to throw it into a film make no no sense this actually had like logic that made fundamental sense there were places that were like a little bit off here and there but like you know for for, for movie writing purposes but it was like a lot of this stuff actually worked so like for me like it didn't take me out of the film yeah because i was like man eh, like No, that's not how that shit works. (laughs) So like it doesn't make you're just making a stupid joke that's that's like appropriating a concept and doesn't even doesn't understand it. Uh yeah, it it was it was a lot of fun and they they did a good job of getting some some I gotta go right into it. I'm big spoilers here, but I was blown away that they got they were able to pull chris evans make (laughs) marvel references and star wars now somebody actually spoiled the chris evans thing for me just before i went into the movie like i saw it pop up on on social media i was pissed it was just like a random instagram or or tiktok or something like that like i just saw like a like his face and that he was in it like him singing in the cafe but uh, and I saw the shield. Those are two things I saw. So I knew that was comics. So I didn't say nothing about that because obviously I wasn't going to spoil that for for the homies. But I didn't know anything about the Star Wars. So I was like, oh okay, they even they went all the way with this. um And, and yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, fun. I love it. It, it uh, ten too.
2: Yeah, that, that's what happens when uh they merge with Disney. They get to use all their shit.
1: I actually watched the director talking about that. They're like, they didn't think it was going to be possible, but they're like, might as well try. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it, and they're like, yeah, you can do what you want. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so throw it in, throw it in. <laughs> uh, how about UT?
0: Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'll, I'll give it a 7.8 um, out of 10. Um, it was great to be back in the movie theater again, especially with the homies. Like we haven't done uh, a movie outing like that in a long time. So like just that experience alone, I think really helped enhance the movie going experience even more. Um, what can I say about the movie that hasn't already been said? It was great. It was it was fun, super entertaining. Um, I can't remember again, like you, Umar. I can't remember the last time I laughed to the point of tears. And of course it was during uh Channing Tatum's cameo I was in stitches man like like I was laughing progressively like throughout throughout the the movie but when he when it got to that point and if you for anyone watching this right now hopefully you've seen the movie if not I'm not going to spoil the moment but when you see Channing Tatum for the second time oh man don't drink anything cuz you might choke from laughter right? or don't oh, eat yeah. anything right cuz I was in stitches during that part it was so hilarious um probably one of the highlights of of the movie but overall uh, it was a it was a great storyline i enjoyed it it was very entertaining um it didn't feel cliche it was new and and yeah innovative. i was i was caught off guard a couple of times and there was a lot of like really cool easter eggs I, i'm not a big gamer so i i a lot of the some of the easter eggs went over my head and like some of the cameos but Same. in terms of like the marvel reference like that was great. Um, I I also got a little spoiled. I, I was spoiled by the Chris Evans thing um, a little bit. So it didn't hit me as much. I didn't know in what in what capacity he was going to show up, but I knew that like he was gonna make an appearance and I still enjoyed that moment. It was still a great moment to, to experience. So yeah, I, I loved I love the movie. I, I think I, I highly recommend it to anyone who's looking for a fun, entertaining, lighthearted movie with good laughs definitely check this one out it was very surprising like yeah i i liked it
2: yeah i i did not anticipate liking it nearly as much as i did and honestly mm-hmm. a lot of the tropes that i had called didn't exactly play out the way i thought it would and that mm-hmm. i enjoyed that it was refreshing to have that happen
1: yeah to- to- also, totally totally re- sorry go ahead well i
2: was just also going to say that like uh, another shout out is to like uh from free guy um the actor who plays his best friend uh uh the security guard oh. yeah he killed it for me <laughs> i just like every time he took off his belt and just like put his hand up and like <laughs> laid down i just was... <laughs>
1: oh
0: man oh, or the man. bro the bro was hilarious
1: yep <laughs> yep yeah. yeah. by the way also shout out to the supporting actress there because that was her first movie <laughs> like ever what so yeah that was her no, first she movie ever. The... She no, the, they the they
0: said...
1: yeah there was no they're saying it was like her first movie uh she done another acting but it was like her first movie oh damn Good for oh her.
0: okay yeah she probably was yeah like tv like series she... probably right yeah yeah, yeah she, she's, she, only, she's...
1: she's only done tv series oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah she's from she's from welsh and so, like, mm-hmm. they're also praising how many accents she did in this movie, like, just yeah, like, mm-hmm. and and how, yeah, because like, she has like a very specific, hard to do, you know, accent from from the uh, United Kingdom.
2: Well, like, uh, from uh, like Jodie Comer, the actress, she is from Killing Eve with Sandra Oh, and she apparently is like, like I've seen the first season, like she's a great actress. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy that her movie career started off with a bang. Um, so yeah, like, um, yeah, like, hundred percent. Credit to her a solid. Uh also uh, MacRame says getting to watch more of this podcast is worth the spoilers. Sorry. But
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. Well, we I didn't mean, really did... spoil anything. I mean, it like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't ruin any part of the storyline, but like just know like Channing Tatum is in the movie, he's in the opening credits, like yeah, the opening scene. So you'll know that he'll make an appearance again. So just look out for that moment,
1: yeah. yeah. And I mean, but we it's didn't kind of like of the... spoil
0: the Steve Rogers thing though, so mm, yeah, yeah, yeah that. Was, that was a
1: big one. Yeah, it was a big one. The um, I mean, the overall story too is like it's fairly straightforward, but uh, it's, it's just a good film. And I also just on the Channing Tatum thing, so I recently I, there's a, a show I've referenced here before I watch on YouTube, it's like um, VFX artists Reacts, and they do like stunt people react, they bring people in to react to like stuff with movies and you, and you learn so this this youtube series they one of their biggest fans was seth rogan so he asked to come on to their show and so they brought him on to the show obviously like all, all, all glee about it uh and so he came on to the show and and seth rogan did like a reacting to a bunch of seth rogan's like films and stuff like that and giving insight and stuff and do you have you guys ever watched the movie um uh end of the world by seth rogan no
0: yeah it's, yeah, yeah.
1: You, you, it's text, you know how ridiculous that movie is yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it's basically like a bunch of guys like getting together to smoke weed and then the world comes to an apocalypse and oh uh, this is the end you mean oh yeah this is the end sorry yeah yeah yeah. i, for- I always forget the name of the movie but yes, like how- yes, i have how-
2: i have how seen how that movie
1: and saying it is so there's a scene where Channing tatum so like all the actors are playing <laughs> the dog, and so Chang tatum is like he's like locked up in like like a dominatrix dog outfit and he's acting like a dog so Apparently, Seth Rogen literally emailed him like three weeks before that scene. And he's like, and he's like, he, he basically said, like, you, he only has like 30 seconds of his face shown. So he, they could have used a stunt guy. And Channing was like, <laughs> absolutely not. And he did all of it. He's like, no stunt people. I'm doing all of it. <laughs> and, and, and he, and he was there for. Two full days filming like that, (laughs) (laughs) and I I just I got. I say I love the guy because like I mean this probably comes from his years of being a stripper back in the day. Like he just doesn't care. Like he's put himself out there. He does not care. Yeah, and he it makes for some amazing stuff that nobody else is willing to do because who's willing to get in a dominatrix dog outfit, put an apple in her mouth, and actually act like somebody's B word? (laughs) 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 He even had any lines
2: in that movie no he
1: didn't i think i think he had barked i think that's what <laughs> his lines were <laughs> 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 you know? like it's just like it, it's it's like go like you just watch that scene on youtube and appreciate how much that man is like no stunt people i'm doing it all <laughs> like just just fantastic anyways that's all i wanted to say about him oh that's awesome look yeah. so like nonetheless we are big fans of
2: Channing tatum Um, But that's awesome. Okay, so moving on. Our uh, next topic is we are going to review the What If episode 6 that came out on Wednesday. Now, we're going to have to spoil on this one 100%. So, like, um, if you haven't seen it, skip the next timestamp or, like, you know, stop watching for, like, a few minutes. (laughs) Uh, Anyway uh or do what macram does and just like endure the pain uh <laughs> yeah. and so um episode six came out and i gotta say unlike last week this episode was on fucking point <laughs> i was just like damn so uh yeah i'm i'm it back uh to uh actually let's start with you t what did you think of this episode uh
0: i really enjoyed it i liked it a lot um much better than the the previous episode, but as you guys know, I love the previous episode as well. This one was interesting um, because we got to kind of see what Killmonger's initial plan, well, uh, like a modified version of what his whole plan was from uh, the original Black Panther movie, uh, yeah. come to fruition. And the way he kind of structured his plan and infiltrated everything, and like, like it was it was on some boss level shit and the way and like i love the scene where he takes down the uh the the mech the mech suit or whatever yeah. um and then kills tony S- spoilers sorry um <laughs> 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 but um yeah it was very interesting it was a very interesting angle like i like these episodes like these are, are kind of starting to sell me on this whole what if concept because like originally i was kind of like okay first episode was cool second episode great Third episode, I'm kind of like, oh, all right, well, it's kind of losing me now. Like, I'm, I'm not really caring as much about this. And I reluctantly went in with some apprehension about this one. I was like, do I really care about this what if series? Anymore? Like, how many more of these are there, to be honest? Like, um, I think it's how many more? To be 10 episodes for the season. 10 episodes until, okay. So, yeah, I, I reluctantly went in and then had a really good time with it. I loved, I, I loved the betrayal of Killmonger and how he orchestrated his whole plan. And yeah, it was interesting. It, 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 it Again, it left me wanting more at the end. I was like, okay, I, I want to see where this goes. Like what's going to happen yeah. now. Um, I also loved his conversation with um, T'Challa when he goes off into the spiritual realm and they I have that, that, like that, that brief dialogue. Oh man, that was such poetic. And we it's got so Chadwick poetic. back again. Yo, he's in like, he's in quite a few of these, man.
2: Like good. I'm man, so freaking re- happy.
0: Uh, yeah, I was so happy to see that. Like, I thought, like when I when we first saw Black Panther, like I I kind of turned away, so I wasn't paying close attention, and I thought Killmonger had gotten the suit, and it was him as Black Panther, and then it turned out to be T'Challa. So I was happy to see him show up again. Man, like kudos to him and like him just kind of giving his giving it his all during and his doesn't. last moments yeah just during his last moments like you, you it really shows and it really displays the passion that he had for the character and like the value that or he understood the value that his hit portraying black panther actually conveyed right so i really i really enjoyed seeing him again and yeah i, I dug the episode overall man it was really entertaining doris
1: yeah i thought it was, it was really good um i was in blown away again by by uh seeing more Trevor bozeman it's funny because when um the la- the second episode came out right and it was all all about his character and then i just remember umar saying like you know like that's the the you know our last time seeing him as, as, as T'Challa. i'm like man we couldn't be more wrong yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm glad <laughs> like um I-, I also loved how it's really portraying um like Wakanda's shown up a lot in this what if series yeah. and it looks like what like they're showing how wakanda is going to be they're dropping a c that's going to be really important going forward um i mean i felt like i thought wakanda was going to be more important in infinity war and end game in general um once it got introduced but um it feels like they're building uh wakanda to be very important post end game and uh um it was it was also really cool to see um shuri um and uh like her at the end and how smart she is like and how much younger everybody was, but how like sure was just like so keen and so like she's like I don't trust him and it's like Dad don't do this and then like they, the, the second they they do it um and like they put they they go with um uh Killmonger's plan and she's like I was wrong but she's lying yeah. <laughs> like she was just like in the body like I'm gonna I'm gonna work this and 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 figure out the angle so. Uh, it, it, it was good. It wasn't my top episode, but uh, it was good. And it's the kind of episodes I want more of, which is yeah. actually exploring how different things would be. The only thing I kind of wanted to be a little different is I didn't love how conveniently it started. Um, I kind of felt like, um, I don't know, like he just, just showed up. And I was like, mm, I. Like that, I just wanted something else to kind of show a stronger reason why that those two ended up meeting each other. Yeah. Uh, I get that he had a plan, but just from the audience perspective, it was just kind of like, and he's here, and I'm like, mm, I want more. I want, some, I want something to, to logically put these two things together, um or show something. So, but yeah, other than that, it was it was it was really good. Into my top three. So,
2: for me, I would say that like there are a lot of moments in this episode that I was just like, oh, which. I can't say like the series is done on a whole a lot, like except for a couple of things here and there. But, like, for example, I found a very powerful and layered interaction, even though it was very brief, was when um when Killmonger kills Tony, and Tony's literally trying to tell him that hey, we're the same. Uh and almost like saying, like, you know, I don't see color. And then mm-hmm. Killmonger says, like, the difference between you and me is the fact that you can't see the difference between you and me such a
0: great line
1: and I was like Still fucking
2: good. I was just like whoa that was I was like thank you for writing stuff like that like you can write like Marvel write more of this uh, and that and... captured
0: Tony's arrogance like to a T man because that's definitely something that he would say exactly
1: yeah. and you know what that line was as on point as the one that Chadwick Bozeman helped save uh in the original in the, the in the Black Panther film where it was like you know bear me uh put me out to sea with like by my ancestors um because they knew that that uh, death was better than than enslavement right or however it was actually phrased and so that was a line that was on point with that like every time Killmonger comes on he's gonna make a point about racism he's going B. Gordon to
2: spit. kills it like each time he kills it yeah yeah and, and like oh uh, the, the um i love the fact that they're showing that like the foil to this like warrior that like is unstoppable is a little girl who as a little girl is as shown to be as smart as tony stark and grows up to be smarter and uh pepper potts who was like his right hand who he over like he continued to overlook and i i loved seeing wakana like just like decimate stuff and I love seeing the rhinos and like hearing them say Wakanda forever and saying Umbumbe, uh, like their war cry, just like from we heard from Infinity War and, um, and from Endgame. Uh, Angela Bassett killed it as the general, and that's awesome because that kind of goes along with like what the Dora Milaje are like in the comics, where not only are they supposed to protect the king, uh, but also they're kind of all pr- the only prospective brides he has, which is interesting. Like the only <laughs> wife a king can have is one who is capable of leading his army. Uh, so uh, anyway, so like um, I found that to be, I just really liked this episode. Like, it, like, yes, it left me wanting more, but it was still enough of a, like there was enough depth there that it was a full story. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm just really happy with it and it's it was also kind of like I was feeling anxious during the film during watching the episode because the bad guy was winning and mm-hmm. he was unstoppable and also now that I, I see it he kind of looks like Vegeta over there with his uh yeah uh, yeah oh um,
0: yeah
1: because yeah. of the blue the blue to his armor
2: straps uh with the yeah. armor uh
1: but uh, which goes back to him saying like he was big into anime and actually was, you know what though? That like, if you think about it, that his character is a lot like Vegeta. He, he he's is, like he is he's a, he yeah he's a, he's he, he's a, a fallen kind of like forgotten prince on a war path, and if you Preventous think of Black people. Panther, he, he the, the difference is like he basically goes up against Goku. Um, but in this case, Goku ends up winning, in, like in the actual like MCU star- storyline. So, like, I, I honestly feel like his outfit always kind of had that symbolism, uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, if uh, Ryan Cougar actually pulled a little Vegeta into his character.
2: Hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So like, I really enjoyed this episode, and I'm, if we get more of this, like, by the way, uh, what if it's only supposed to be nine episodes? I was mistaken, not ten but if we get like more of this for the next 3 episodes i will be very happy um yep. but yeah so like no, no this was a huge step up for me for uh, for the ne- from like last week's episode i re- i really love this episode um so we're going to quickly go to our last topic now so moving on um we are going to discuss the early reviews of venom let there be carnage uh so apparently So this movie was directed by Andy Serkis, who was Gollum from Lord of the Rings, and he's playing Alfred in the Batman movie that's about to come out, and he was Caesar from all three, uh, like, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Fantastic actor. Apparently, he is also a pretty good director, because he (laughs) apparently saved this really damaged, dying franchise. And apparently, I don't know what it is. We're not going to spoil it here, even if we did know. But there's an after credit scene that apparently is the talk of the town. And I am literally dodging every YouTube and like link that I see about it. But yeah, so uh, Darcy, what are your thoughts on the fact that Venom 2 apparently is supposed to be a decent film?
1: So in general, early reactions, I've learned the lesson to like, don't put any faith in them. Right? Interesting. Um, because early reactions are always really good. It's I always feel like the early reactions are like, let's get a bunch of people together who are probably gonna like this film, and then put them in a room and then get them to react. Um, but Andy Circus makes me interested. So I was like looking up, like what else did Andy Circus do? He did he did the the Mowgli film, uh Mowgli uh legend uh well, the, the Netflix one. Um, which overall, I if I remember correctly, I enjoyed that one. It was like the more serious one. Um, but uh and he's obviously really good at understanding motion capture and acting through that, um, yeah. because he's he's a legend at that. Um so that intrigues me. And the stuff I've read about the early reactions or has said really good things um about the care actors and whatnot. And I'm probably going to watch it because I, I, I almost feel like I want to give Andy Circus a chance um, more than anything. Um, but I'm going to wait till much closer. And if the reviews are like, yo, this is like an 8 out of 10 smash, I'm going to the theaters. If, if everyone's like, yeah, it's a good film, you know, whatever, 6 out of 10. I'm going to wait for that shit to hit the torrents. Okay. (laughs) Like, like, you know, unless, unless my girl's like, I really want to go see a movie. Let's go see venom. Then I'll be like, cool. But I, it's it's like, I'm not going to force myself into that theater. That picture is fucking cool though. I can't lie. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I'm just worried this film is going to be like a lot of really good action scenes. And then like lacking in every other place it lacked before or slightly cleaned up, you know, like it's gonna be RoboCop level, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm worried yeah. about. <laughs> yeah.
0: How about you, T? Well, in my experience, my personal opinion, I feel as though when a studio is confident enough in their movie property to actually allow there to be a early release, it's usually a good sign. It's usually yeah, it's that true. they have they have faith in in their property or their the what they're making and they want to get the buzz around it relatively quickly. If, if you don't believe, if you, if you're on the chopping block or you're like, sorry, you're edit, on the editing in the editing suite and you're putting together your movie, it's finalized. It's ready to go out into production. And you realize, man, this movie is fucking trash. <laughs> There's no way you're, you're not, you're not letting anyone see that movie until the release date. Cause you don't want any bad press, Covering that movie because then no one's going to watch it you're not going to make any money right yeah so you want to maintain that mystique and then you know get the money and then just cut your losses afterwards right so the fact that they're they've screened this early is is a really good sign because they also did the same thing with batman and look look at all the buzz it's getting right now people are like oh it's a it's a horror movie everyone it's building up anticipation right so that's working in its favor. The fact that it's a short movie, so it's it's actually the runtime apparently is ninety minutes. So some That's people it. are like, yeah, exactly. Some people had that response, or like that. That seems like a short movie, but it's like okay, when when you're when you're looking at the property that we're that we're about to watch, ben, Venom and Car- like how long of a movie do you want it to be? Do you, like, do we really need a three-hour movie of these motherfuckers like fighting? Like, not really, right? So. 90 minutes isn't mm. a really big issue for me like and it doesn't mean that it makes it any good right um so that has my that has my interest it's, it's and to darcy's point the fact that andy circus is involved in this is also something that's piquing my interest and getting me a little bit more amped for it as for the end credit um reveal i still don't know what it is but come on man we we know what's coming yo yo we know, okay so i glad know, you brought this- yes we, we uh, know we uh, know what's coming because i don't so because well hold on hear me out so the uh the sony the sony marvel deal is coming to an end soon and unless they unless they renew the contract they're not getting the marvel's not getting spider-man back and which means that spider-man goes back to sony and the fact that they're already coming out with all these um these like solo villain movies they are. I feel like they've already made. The, they've already established a the deal. They know that they're taking Spider-Man back, and this is why they're going ahead with more Mobius and uh and craven the Hunter and whatever else is coming out. You know what I mean? So, I I don't know, man. I think Spider. We might see maybe not Tom Holland, but we might see some kind of a hint that that basically is a re- reveal that Spider-Man is coming and that the Sony Marvel deal is finally over. I not think, finally, because I, you know, yeah, but yeah. I
2: think it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be Tom Holland. Uh, my my buddy Jimmy said this, and I agree
1: with him. I think it's going to be Andrew Garfield. I was just thinking that, like, because oh. Andrew, Andrew Garfield has been denying heavy, denying heavy, which also, can mean I know, that, but watch if he, watch Andrew Garfield comes out of the multiverse and he ends up against Venom, and it's like, because <laughs> <he, laughs> yeah. his Spider Man
0: makes sense in the venom universe it looks like the same universe yo and they did it sony did him dirty yo they did him so dirty. He, he he needs redemption right now and this man's he's been lying like a motherfucker all over town about whether or not he's in um no way home so maybe he's not yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're not asking the right questions are you are you (laughs) spider-man or are you in no way home we're asking are you in no way home and he's like nah i'm not in that i'm sorry yo yeah have
1: you put on the suit again other than to surprise your girl
0: that's what we need to be (laughs) asking that motherfucker yo that's what we need to ask him
1: yeah that would be sick cuz the whole time the way they filmed the first Venom movie like regardless of the quality of it the actual cinematic sh- yeah. style is the Andrew Garfield uh uh universe. No,
2: I agree so, with
1: you. No, I agree. So, so yeah. Yeah. And I loved I loved the way all of those films were shot, right? Like I actually loved the second film half of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it had Every, really good moments. It has really good moments.
1: If you took out pretty much all the villains besides, um, uh, you left an Electro, and you just focused on their relationship and the, and brought that father scene back in, and just had an Electrode, I that actually would have been a killer fucking movie.
0: Yeah,
1: like, yeah. like it would have been a killer fucking movie. Because, like, that relationship is one of the, they were actually in love at the time, so it made sense. But, but like, that was one of the best on-screen relationships, most authentic relationships. It was so good. And the film was just, like, oh, I still, I'm still passionate about that. I'm still passionate about that movie. I still have, <laughs> I still can't re-watch that scene. Oh, I can't! Oh, I, can't
2: yeah. I just can't do that to myself because, like, I start crying each time. Because, like, bro. and like, I remember, like, after the first time I watched it, I was so I was devastated for like, at least two days. Devastated,
0: bro, De- Yo, bro, two weeks, but- did two weeks. Yo, but did you see the the deleted scene after that? Yes, where yes, we yes. like, saw it, right? After, oh yeah, my! But, like, I,
2: I, I'm gonna say like, as good as that was. Like, don't get me wrong; I'm not downplaying how good that scene was it didn't break me
0: but andrew garfield's acting is phenomenal man like you you got to you got to give put respect on that man's name cuz that's that's why i want, i want him back i want yeah. him back
1: yeah his act he, bro so one that that scene with the father was amazing it would have been way more impactful if it was edited into the film after yeah. the right moment right but the, i i'm going to say this again when, when his girls died, I went on two weeks of mourning that scene, listening to Zulu's song off the soundtrack on replay, because the way that relationship was and the way it hit me, it made me feel like that about my own woman. That scene yeah. was so strong. So I love, like, I, it made me feel something about like losing my own woman. That's how how hard that scene hit me. Uh-huh. Like Did you that you tell the her whole feel. Yeah, man, she saw me more and all that kind of stuff. But no, I don't
0: know.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. I don't know if I did. I don't know. I don't remember. But it was years ago. But
0: uh, we'll send her this snippet so she knows yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: But like, it it hit me so hard. Like, and I'm like, and that's why, like, I love the film. But I, but whenever I love the film, it's like I'm only thinking about the romantic side of the film because yeah. it was so good. And then there was bullshit that also happened. But there
0: like <laughs> a, there is a lot of the emotional moments, not just with um with him and Emma Stone, but like um when he had that scene and I think you made reference to this a long time ago, Umar. Um his scene with his aunt when she was like, What I you're think, my boy I what the, You're yeah, yeah, you're my boy. And he was like, No, no, that's this is not what that's about. Like it's not that's not it at all and like I was like damn bro fight back the tears fight back the tears it's strong <laughs> what, that, that <laughs> movie made, it just it made no
2: sense to me like there half of it that it was like just yeah. Oscar level and then the other yeah. part you're just like what happened
1: yeah. yeah yeah it was literally like they shot this amazing film and the student was like you know what would make this film better if we can get our merchandise sold so just squeeze this shit in here so we can start selling some toys and we're like yeah
0: no <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like, just, the, the, just like the like the tone the, the tone on. was like the Dark Knight mixed with like Batman Forever. It didn't know where it <laughs> wanted to be. You know oh, what I mean? Like, so like true. Am I so am I wrong true. though? No, like so true. Ele- Electro is the Riddler, essentially. True. Like that, it, it, it's the same origin. True, it's the same like the same outcome. He's, he starts off as this corny weird dressed looking motherfucker mm. and then something happens and he starts being all like you know super powerful or turns into a villain and teams up with another villain same formula man
1: and this movie has some of the best acting the best romance the best like a uh, visual effects ever every scene where he fought electro or oh, even yeah. the scene with the girl where, where gwen dies is amazing, like visually, like just incredible. The CG, like, like the Times Square scene, to this day, people, it is one of the best Spider-Man yeah. scenes. Like him, he, him, one of his, his, his uh web shoes is broken, so he like slings the like does the slinging, does the sp- oh, just the saving an instant, really yeah. like even this Marvel like version of Spider-Man has not shown that level. Of how good Spider Man actually can be. Like no. how intelligent in split second thinking he can be. No. Yeah. So please, yeah. please, Andrew Garfield, come back and face Venom. Please. So <laughs> just to like, to finish off, I'm going
2: to just end like off it, on too. exactly what Tactics says. Andrew Garfield needs redemption. And if you're redeeming Venom with Venom 2 with Andy Circus, y'all bring in Andrew Garfield because just redeem all of it. Let's just like let's just let do it, people. Let's, let's make this happen. So yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna volley back to tactics, but
0: holy smoke, your room got hella dark, bro. <laughs> it got dark outside. There's <laughs> <turn> some <laughs> lights on in that bitch, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> the light is? Over there. <laughs> I like I like to cut the camera to you and you just disappeared, bro. All I see is teeth. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man. man. All right, well, I guess that's that's the show, yo. It's just me and Darcy, apparently, because Umar fucking disappeared, yo. I'll be playing tactics.
1: Yo, it's just Darcy, and we out! <laughs>
2: this is Big Geek Umar, and the whole, I'm still here. And uh, please like and subscribe, and uh, please follow us. Take care, and have a good night.